Great morning. And welcome back to another episode of Great Morning. I'm your host, Christian Murmur, Murms, Murm Dog, whatever the fuck you want to call me. And, of course, to the left of my computer screen, we have the wizard, the warlock, the greatest engineer known to mankind. We call him Kilo, Trip God Jimmy. How you doing today, bro? Uh, I'm gay, bro. <laughs> it's once, once time, man. It is? Yeah, it's, it's like five. It's five o'clock. That's that's a little. That's a late lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I just count the midnight snack as dinner. You know what I mean? So you know, I have to. I have to ask uh, before we <laughs> before we move on. Were you able to dig your hole? <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> no. What? No. Dig a hole. <laughs> All right. <laughs> inside joke no no i mean it is funny but i mean we can explain it with more detail later but like anyway there's something that needed to be buried and i just thought it was funny imagining kilo burying it i have been busy though tons of work coming in now man tons of work coming in ah i can't i can't give too much away these days man because everything's just like everything is popping Everything's coming up real soon, so. But steady, though. Okay. Well, I'm glad there's work to be done for you. I need to be made. All right, bro. I'm glad to hear that. All right. And, of course, to my bottom left of the computer screen, we have the CEO, the boss, the pimp. Sully Special himself, Big Jim. How you doing today, bro? Man, let me tell you, bro. Woke up, running, sprinting all day. Crazy. Legitimately. I've been home like 13 minutes and I'm, I'm here doing this. So it was, it was one of those things, man, where it's just kind of like, go, 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 go. Drive, 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 drive. I just scarfed down some food. You know what I mean? And we just adapted and overcame a little obstacle, you know, within like, you know, six minutes uh, of our time. And I'm excited, man. I'm excited. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Glad to be alive. Glad to have the <laughs> schedule that I do sometimes. Do you have off tomorrow? <laughs> and i got some i got some shit i gotta get taken care of this weekend too man and that sucks <laughs> memorial day yes you have off on monday or no 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 i do not you don't have off on memorial day no i do not have off on memorial day i last i heard you were in the the navy right no. why do you not do you have duty exactly okay that explains it gun in that sucks. Yeah. I have off. I have like a 96 at my command. Um, so that means I pretty much have two weeks of free leave because I only go in on Fridays and they gave me off tomorrow. So yeah, I don't have work until next Friday. And that's such a blessing, bro. Yeah, it is. Um, I guess. I don't know. I, I do get bored. I do like going in sometimes. I like being on the schedule of waking up on time and not, you know staying up all night and waking up whenever the fuck I want to. I kind of like having a, a rhythm to things, you know? Yeah, we're going to talk about that later. I'm excited to get into that. We're, we're going to talk about the rhythm of things later. <laughs> 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 That's what we're going to talk about later? I can't wait. <laughs> but, you know, this is a special episode um, because we have a guest. Oh, yeah. yeah. We have a guest today. And 
I'm really happy about that because um, I know uh, in the beginning there when the coronavirus first kicked off, it was uh, a little difficult to get people, first of all, into the studio and then we couldn't go to the studio and then people were going crazy trying to figure out, you know, what, uh, what they're going to do. Some people were okay, but you know, like not everyone had time to be a guest, you know? So, but now we're kind of rolling into that. Uh, you know, last week we had, uh, or two weeks ago we had a uh, Chrome mob on. So that was good that he joined us. We we're able to hear from, uh, some people for our one year anniversary special. So That was great hearing from them. And of course today we have our guest and I'm going to introduce him really quickly, but I want him to tell the listeners more about himself uh, I've been told to uh, call you by Sal. Is that correct, my friend? Correct. That is Sal. correct. Sal. All right, Sal. You are a businessman, a business mogul, right? Yes, sir. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Um, would you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Tell the listeners what's going on in your life. Uh, so my, my main goal is to, uh, when I talk to listeners or when I talk to people, is to get them to realize that they shouldn't limit themselves to what people have told them they should be. So it's more than just, just me having a business, more me trying to get people to realize that they are a business Mm -hmm. and that they should steady focus on that instead of saying, Hey, you know what? I'm just going to go to school. I'm going to get a degree and I'm going to find me a job. And we know that for the most, for most people, that's not going to happen for me. I hated school all the way from (laughs) elementary. Yep. By God's glory. I made it through high school. (laughs) I mean, I tried the I tried the whole college thing, but that wasn't for me. And like for most people, that's not for everybody. So, I just want to influence people and make them realize that you don't have to go that traditional route. There are other ways that you can make money, besides like not going to school and then going to like uh, McDonald's. You know, you can be open up your own business and follow your own passion. Yeah, you can open a McDonald's. Yeah, you know, you can open your franchise. You don't have to be the fire flipper or whatever it is there, but you can actually have your own business. Try to fry flip it or flip it. There you go. I see my man Jimmy you know what he's talking about. Y'all better listen to him. <laughs> I like that, here, man. <laughs> you know, like a big term for that, I would like to say is kind of like personal branding. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you are, that's the one thing I just heard you say real loud and clear is you are your brand. The way you walk, talk, carry yourself, move. Love that shit, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You are your brand. Like every, everywhere you go, you are always seeing some kind of brand. Like right now, you're wearing the San Diego ball cap. That's a brand for whoever we bought that from. So whenever someone meets you, you are branding yourself in a way because they see you. And once they hear what you say, you make an impression on who you are. So you always have to be aware of how you're dressed, how, how, you're, uh, how your hair is, or how you talk to people because you never realize who you're talking to. Fact. Unless you're like... What's that guy? Who's this old CEO of? Oh man, how did I forget this? The CEO of Apple before he died, Steve. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs was so wealthy, bro. <laughs> Barefoot in a t-shirt, show up, catch up on his shirt, and like fire two hundred people mm-hmm. in an hour. Steve, Steve Jobs like those uh those tight jeans and the tucked in shirt. He rocked <laughs> that. He rocked that look for like what thirty years. Yeah. Never changed that shit. Hmm. Never changed, man. But that's rich to, to stay like that, man. Most rich people, I, if you look at them, they, they don't, they're not really flashy. Yeah. They, they, they always wear like the simple stuff and you can walk past and you only know this guy's worth billions or millions and they drive and they drive a Prius. Yeah. 
<laughs> like, dude, you got all this money. You spending ten dollars to fill up a month. Like, you would think they would have something fancy, but for the most part, they don't want to be known. They don't want to be seen. In That's the cut, man. On the le- in but the. What about my bad? I I I, I kind of skipped over this a little bit, man. Ramsey, how are you? How are you doing today, man? You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I'll, I'll I'll say that real quick uh, because I want to get more into. I wanted to ask some some business related questions, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm all right, man. I uh, I woke up this morning with a little bit of a headache, and you know, kind of was like in and out of naps. I was having some crazy fucking nightmares, man. I'll tell you guys about that later, but uh. They were fucking weird, trippy, but uh, you have weird dreams. I, I have some strange dreams sometimes, but yeah, man, I'm all right. Thank you for asking, though. Thank you for asking. Because I was gonna ask them, what command are you at that you get to go in only on Fridays? So I'm at uh the Shore Command in uh well it's at NAB, but it's still technically Coronado, right? We work with uh the like the helicopter squadron there, but like it's a Limdu. I got hurt on my last ship. So, um, so I, I was on the boxer and now I'm over, uh, in Coronado and they don't like, we just help out when people need helping, right? Because we're all limb do. So we can't like be doing regular Navy shit. So when the coronavirus stuff happened, right, they put us on a schedule where like two people come in a day and I'm on Fridays. And mm. so what I was saying before, right, was since we have a 96 this weekend, I have off tomorrow. So it's pretty much like I have two weeks off because I don't have, I, you know, last time I was in was last Friday. So I'm not going in until next Friday. Happy. So that's how I got that. Give me that work schedule. That, yeah, it's, it's not bad. You know, obviously, since we're all in the Navy and we're, uh, we're still getting paid the same. So right. <laughs> it's like, it, it's, not, it's not bad. But like I said, you know, I like, uh, I like having that routine i like you know some everyone said you know they complain you know, oh it sucks again up at like 5 30 or whatever but i mean i know that's good for me because i will fucking sleep in until fucking i mean you name it name a time i'm sure i've slept until that time <laughs> so as you know, a guy getting out the navy having that routine is amazing mm-hmm. yeah so definitely try to stick to it you were in the navy yes i, I did uh nine and a half years nine and a half years separated Medically separated? So my knee up playing football. Yep. Man. A lot of knees and back injuries oh, in, the, in the Navy. It's, it's, it, you hear that all the time. Like most of the guys I'm at the limb do command with is like back, knees. I'm the only guy there with like a hand injury. That's why I'm there. But uh, so you did nine years. What, uh, what was your rate? ABF. ABF2. 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 All mm-hmm. right. And so you, what, you got out what year? 2016 2016 and now you've been Great. okay so for the last four years then you've been on the business path am i correct i wouldn't say the last four years obviously when you first get out you want to relax for a little bit like, yeah i did nine years of always having to wake up early in the morning doing this and that so you know i gave myself a little break and then the typical answer hey i went to school <laughs> I, like i said i tried the school thing so i was like uh let me see how this is man I mean, I, it was different. Instead of being like a C average student, like I was when I first got out of high school, I was actually getting A's and B's. Mm-hmm. And it still sucked. I still hated doing papers. I still, hated, <laughs> I still hated learning about algebra for no damn reason. I knew it had nothing to do with what I was going, what I'm going for. So it made no mm-hmm. sense. Then I realized that, okay, this is not my path. What the hell am I going to do now? And that's when I decided to become an entrepreneur, started pursuing real estate. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. And you're still you're still in the real estate game, or I'm, I'm still in the real estate game. Obviously, it's kind of slow right now due to everything that's going on. So, of course, yeah, and that's that's. I mean, in New York, man, nothing's happening in New York right now. So we all on a uh, just standby. Oh, oh, you're from New York? Are you there from there originally? Nah. No, <laughs> I'm, from, I'm from I'm from Miami. Miami. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So did a lot of traveling around, a lot of bumping around, and. Now, we thought New York was going to be the place we wanted to be, but as soon as we got here, the coronavirus hit. I promise you, if we would have oh, our moving here for one month, we'd have been stuck in, in San Diego by stuck here in New York. You're, are you in the city? Like New York City? No, we're like 30 minutes outside, but All right. it, it's, it's just as bad here, too. It is? Yeah, because I know the city's fucked right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. This, the city is terrible. I, I don't like going to the city anyway because of the traffic, but... yeah. It's definitely bad right now. Jesus Christ. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, but obviously that's not that's not really something you could have controlled. That's not like someone messed up on the business side that's uh the world saying fuck everyone. Exactly. It's mother nature. Yeah. So it's a global pandemic, man. It's whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? Shake it off. <laughs> Shake it off, yeah. <laughs> that's all that's all you can do. You can complain about it or you can do something about it. Yeah. Yeah, man. But so you're like upstate New York. Yeah, upstate. There you go. All right, you, you know a little New York. It took me a while to learn what that meant. <laughs> well, I just, I've never been there personally, but there was this guy I worked with and he was from upstate New York and he'd always be like, hey, you know, I'm from fucking upstate New York. All right, don't, don't get it twisted. I'm like, I don't, all right. I, don't, I didn't know what it meant, but I feel like listening to him for that many years, I, I got an idea that it's... A lot of them get offended because New York is a, is a, is a pretty large state. I mean... You know, I mean, it's not as big as Texas, but I mean, it's it's its own state. And then there's New York City. New York City might as well be its own state. How many people live there? Like I know. They're just gathering to just such a small cluster is ridiculous. And they are super territorial as far as not, if somebody, if you call somebody from Bronx and you say, hey, they're from Brooklyn, they yeah. get so mad. But I'm like, dude, like, what's, like, you're, you're still from New York. Like, they, they are so territorial when it comes to that. Oh yeah, they they don't they they say they're from no I'm from Queens I'm from the mm-hmm. Bronx I'm from Brooklyn you know no I'm upstate don't 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 confuse me B I'm I'm still getting my New York accent out of that whole B <laughs> yeah they yeah they they're New Yorkers can be rough but yeah they'll they'll let you know if they're not from the city they really want you to know <laughs> that they're not yes yep. don't, don't mistake them you ever been on a subway over there I have and this. It's as entertaining as people <laughs> think it is. It really is. You will run into a lot of interesting people. Like, they really do start singing out of nowhere. Yep. And this one girl, she really sang. She had a really beautiful voice. I'm like, you should do something with that. She really sounded good. But then you meet those people who don't sound as good. And you're like, man, you should get off this train and go find somewhere else to utilize uh, <laughs> your uh, resources. Living on the train. There's people on the side that are just like, they'll sit down and they'll just start taking off their clothes and they'll just start sitting there naked, reading a book. And everyone's just like calm still. They're like, and eh, whatever. <laughs> I got to that one yet. <laughs> uh, I, just, I just seen the bands of the dance. I haven't seen no naked bones or nothing like that yet. Give it, give it some time. You'll, you'll see some crazy shit on those subways. I, I used to go to New York City a lot um, because – so I'm from North Jersey. That's why I was asking if you were from New York. Um, yeah. So I'm from North Jersey, and I'm like a 40-minute 
car ride with no traffic, of course, to the city, um, or an hour long, uh, you take the train into Penn Station, right? Mm -hmm. So we would go there a lot, you know, when I was younger and stuff, because, you know, it's like, what the fuck are we going to do up here in North Jersey this weekend? Let's fucking go into the city for a little bit. So, um, yeah, I, I know about some of that singing, the, the crazy shit on those subways. And, uh, you know, if you've ever watched the Eric Andre show, he, he tends to like fucking up people's days on those subways. He has a couple skits. Mm. Eric Andre to me summarizes New York. Like that's the amount of craziness that that man does. You know what I mean? He's, he's from, um, he, I think he's from California originally. So when they do the show, right. When he does, uh, the interviews and like Hannibal Burris is there for the actual Eric Andre show part. That's, um, that's like in LA. They filmed that in LA. All the skits he does on the streets, they do that in New York City because um, you, might, you might know something about this, Jimmy. I don't know, but I, I read about it. Um, he was saying in this interview that there's less strict recording laws in New York City than in LA. So I don't know. Perfect. Yeah, man. LA is really hard to get a lens on. It's tough. Why is that? So it's just so many people do it and it's one of the major places where people like to, to do films and shit. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. a lot of big time directors, they'll get blocks and blocks. Like, mm. you know what I mean? I'm pretty sure that was over on the East coast, but if like they wanted to make a movie with like a city and they use LA, you know what I'm saying? Like that's mm. a lot of fucking, it's a big ticket. It's a big ticket. I especially, what was that movie that we went to go see at the theater? Um, Once upon a time in Hollywood yeah yeah so that right there like waivers over waivers over waivers over fees over fees and taxes mm. well you know what he probably also got a little lucky because i'm sure he different uh he definitely didn't do all the shooting um in la because luckily for him he did a period piece right shout out to quentin tarantino by the way but he did uh it was in the 60s right so i'm sure like a lot of those set designs the old cars and shit they were able to fucking i'm sure he did some of that filming in fucking kansas for all we know like fuck it yeah, like, like you can just do yeah, a lot yeah. of that. New York City is like one of the biggest hustle cities ever. Like every everything there, damn near is a hustle. Like every block you walk on the city, somebody hustling something. So it'd be kind of hard to to put a lid on something like that. Yeah, it, it's. Definitely. But I guess uh, that makes sense with uh, all the money it costs for LA, and <laughs> makes sense when you think about it. Uh, why? every like alien movie or like every time aliens attack in an Avengers movie or something, everything happens in New York city. <laughs> like there's never anything going on in LA. Oh. That makes sense now. It actually does. Yeah. It's like, fuck it. It's kind of like, why would you move to New York type thing? When we got here, it was like, man, everything really does happen. Like every movie, something has happened in New York. Mm-hmm. Like, why does everything have to happen here and why did we move here because as soon as we moved here this happened we're like yo why did we move here yeah it, <laughs> all the signs pointing towards it but we still say hey you know what? we're gonna do it anyway spider-man can't save you from that shit that's for <laughs> sure that's that's but i mean i think that's funny it's like the alien well we can invade earth in fucking uh you know tokyo la but that'll be expensive you know let's invade earth starting in in new york city that'll be the cheapest option for us imagine that conversation imagine that conversation (laughs) buddies are going through the galaxy and they're like man hey let's go check this planet out holy shit look at all these lights and stuff yeah yeah new york (laughs) and then they land and then they just see like (laughs) andre doing shit naked people (laughs) on fucking subways 
singing, all this shit. And they were they're just like, you know, uh, maybe <laughs> we should... all these rude ass New Yorkers, everybody just walking at 100 miles an hour, ignoring ignoring the aliens completely because it's damn near normal to have weird people there. Yeah. Like, hey, yo, alien, B, back up, B. Right. What are you doing here? They wouldn't even know it was aliens attacking for like the first hour. They'd just be like, I don't know, whatever. That's some guy dressed up all weird. Exactly. I'd be like, hey, yo, 15 on the back, huh? You know what I'm yeah. saying? 15 on the back. And time, then time the aliens be like, cool. what are you talking about? He'd be like, man, step. Get the step, B. Get up off the Where are you from? You from Bronx or Queens? Where are you from? <laughs> yeah, exactly. 27, 16th galaxy. Fucking da da da. He'd be like, well, I don't like that shit. Get the fuck about God, God forbid the alien makes a mistake and says, oh, I'm from Manhattan. They'll be like, oh, we got a rich boy, huh? We got a fucking rich boy. All right. All right, Manhattan. All right. Fuck you. <laughs> it's like Manhattan. Get shot up. Times Square is cool. <laughs> Times Square is cool. Well, hey, all right, uh, Sal. Um, so you're in New York right now. You mm-hmm. said you're from Florida originally. Florida is a very large state. Um. Yeah, you down by like the Miami area, or you know, more North Florida. Miami, you know, we don't. Most people from Miami, we don't claim uh, Florida at all. Yeah, heard that. Florida, Florida people can be uh can be a little weird. I don't know if you ever looked at some of the stuff that happens in Florida, but a lot of weird stuff happens in Florida. Yeah. I all right, so so it's a distinguished. You got to distinguish between the two. Yeah, Miami is a lot different because that, I was saying that. So we had uh. Well, we have a friend uh, of the podcast. His name's Sharif. Shout out to Sharif. Um, he's from Miami as well. And uh, I was kind of talking to him about that in the past because, like, Florida itself is, like, a mix of, like, a bunch of different people. You know, that's why it's also considered a swing state is, like, because, you know, mm-hmm. everyone believes different things at different times. But Miami is pretty tame <laughs> compared to some of the rest of the state. Tamed. I think about partying, I'm thinking about Miami. They, you know, people go a lot to a lot of different places. It used to be uh, Daytona Beach used to be the place to go for uh, spring break. Spring break, but it's always, of course, go to Miami Beach. But Daytona is a good place. Orlando, of course, to take your family. Disney World, Disney World. Not, not how you guys got Disneyland. It's, there's a I don't know. Have you been to Disney World before? I have. Yeah, okay. There is a huge difference. You know, you got land and you got world. Mm-hmm. All right. So definitely a lot of stuff you can see. But yeah, it's. Miami is definitely definitely its own own place. We don't really claim Florida. I heard that in Miami, man, like if you make a bill in Miami, you just regular. Pretty much, depending on where you go in Miami, because everybody always see, you know, like uh, South Beach or uh, see the they see the island, but look in the background, there is the Miami that doesn't make a lot of money. You know, the the poor side of Miami. That's, hmm. that's yeah, that, the, the part that I was from. Yes, <laughs> but them Puerto Ricans out there, you know what I'm saying? Bang, bang, bang. All right, man. It's the Cubans. Oh. It's multicultural. There's a lot of Puerto Ricans there. Trust me. It's yeah. every, every flavor you want is in Florida. Man. Watch Just out, man. Mm-hmm. Watch out for them Cuban cigars, huh? The smoke. Your- <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you saying? Cubans, oh, man. my God. Ah! Gonna smoke your ass. So you you know uh do you know uh a lot of uh Cuban people from Miami? Not anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. I moved a, a while back, so everybody that I might have known, they have definitely moved on with their lives, and we don't really keep in uh, contact like that. 
Because I had heard um, that – I don't know if this is true, and I don't know if it's true with all the Cubans in Florida. So the reason there's a lot of uh, Cubans there, a little brief history, is because of um, when Fidel Castro took over Cuba and made it a communist regime, right? A lot mm-hmm. of Cubans fled, and, you know, Florida is the closest, right, to – Cuba, so they went over to Florida. So that's why there's a lot of there's a large uh, Cuban population there. So I had heard that when I don't know if you guys remember this, I think it was near, I think it was like the last two years, maybe the last year of Obama's presidency, um, he lifted the travel ban and trade ban on Cuba, right? So we were able to get like, oh, we can get Cuban cigars for, for you know legally now and you know right. shit like that. Um, but I had heard that a lot of the Cubans were upset about that. The in the Cubans living in Florida. I don't know if you knew anything about that. I was just wondering. No, I honestly haven't heard anything about that, but I mm-hmm. can't see why they would be upset about it because it was I mean, a lot of people that came over it was illegally. Mm-hmm. So instead of everybody saying, Okay, everybody that's in Miami right now is legal, now it's like, how do you determine who is legal and who is not? It's kinda like being in California with the Mexicans that are, that are there legally and Mexicans that are there illegally. You, you can't distinguish between the two. So everybody gets kind of like hoarded into one little group. How did they get into Miami? They took the boats. Illegal. Yeah, they took, uh, well, so back then, right, in the 60s, 70s, and even 80s when it was happening a lot, when there's a lot of fleeing from Cuba, they – they went on like pretty much, a lot of them were on those just big, they were almost like rafts. They weren't even fucking boats and they had like the fucking paddles and they just fucking went over to fucking Florida pretty much. It is a lot closer than you think. Like the edge of Florida is like this and Cuba's like right here. It is a lot of miles, but I mean, it's a lot. It's not like you're fucking sailing from England over to New York on a raft. You would never make that. That's crossing the entire Atlantic. Like that would never happen. We used to say, it was more derogatory back or pictures through it. We used to call it, uh, they used to come on banana boats. Yes, yeah. Yeah, that's what, that's what we used to call it. Like I said, not a good term to use. Mm-hmm. I do apologize, but that's what we used to say back in the day. Only the strongest survived, man. Pretty much. Strongest survived. That's why they're just flourishing, man, because we got all the strong ones. It's like sperm through a dick, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, it's like when the sperm <laughs> goes into the ovaries, and it's just like, you know, only the strong survived. Life, man. Life. Shout out to Cuba, man. Shout out to the Cuban population. Life is a struggle from the get. What the fuck? For real? (laughs) Good analogy, my man, Jim. Hey, good analogy. I like it. Yeah, thanks, man. I'm just saying that, you know. It's a competition. The fittest. (laughs) So I wanted to ask you, Sal. uh, I know you mentioned it before, like 10 minutes ago, before we started talking about all. What every aliens, Cubans, uh, Florida, and New York City. Um, but you said you're uh, you're in real estate now, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. could you tell us a little bit more about that? I mean, sometimes that could be self-explanatory, but I mean, I would like to know a little bit more, especially since I am getting out of the Navy in four months and I mm-hmm. might be looking for some real estate in New York. So I'm I'm definitely interested. Gotcha. So I mean, I'm not a the expert in it so you definitely want to do your own due diligence so everybody's gonna always gonna tell you that hey do your own due diligence but yep for me it's just uh when you're trying to invest in real estate you want to look for like the worst real estate as far as like the worst in the good community mm-hmm. or good. that way you can buy it for the low and you can either fix and flip it which i mean you fix it up you make it look nice uh you t- take it to the highest of the market and you sell it there or you can buy and hold, which means you have renters and you become a landlord. 
uh, with being a landlord, just know that there's a <laughs> there's a lot of negatives in that because you are dealing with people who are living in a house that you paid for and they're not going to treat it like you would treat it. Right. So you will look out for those, uh, they call them like uh, the, the slum tenants. So mm -hmm. definitely uh, when you do get into buying holes, know that you're buying it. You don't want to put like the high end stuff into it, but you want to make it look nice enough so you can have a higher rent. Uh, but it's, it's, everybody needs a house to stay in. Yeah. There's no way, like, you have to, you have to live somewhere. So real estate is definitely a market that I, that you should get into if you're looking to, uh, something long-term, it's not a get rich quick scheme. So don't think you're going to get into it and all of a sudden become a multi-millionaire. Mm -hmm. so it's a lot of learning involved. Uh, you want to find your mentor, find a mentor outside of the military is one of the hardest things to do because everybody wants you to pay for something. Yeah. So to find somebody that's actually genuine and that wants to, you know, just show you their mistakes and show you their growth, it's kind of hard without paying. Man, mm. I, I see these Facebook ads where, where guys are like, I just flipped this house and made $300,000 and I bought the <laughs> house for 15 grand. Oh, and then like, you know what I mean? Like they just shot up. And I'm like, dude, like there's got to be more into it than that, man. Shit, <laughs> like you're selling. You're selling a home. You know what I mean? Like you're selling a house. A home. A whole house. Like you don't, it's not like you're like at Verizon and the product kind of sells itself a little bit. I mean, unless you got like a bomb ass home, but like cell phones, like I'm going to Verizon buy a cell phone because I know I want to get a cell phone. It's just mm -hmm. which cell phone am I going to get? But right. a house, you're like, I mean, how many Cuban neighbors do I have? You know? <laughs> What? <laughs> no, I'm just, you know, like, I want to know. <laughs> That's your first question about the real estate, the place you're going to live in? <laughs> how, how many Cubans are there? Imagine he's in, like, Montana or some shit. <laughs> yeah, like, people do that shit, man. They'll be like, okay, so what's the neighborhood? Yeah. What's the school district? And then following the school district, they'll be like, what's the racial population? You know, now, there are people that 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 is a huge factor for them. Wow. But yeah, I mean, when you when you look at affluent communities or rich communities, it's mostly uh, white or Caucasian. Mm -hmm. So when they're looking for affluent communities, because there's also a lot of Hispanic affluent communities and there's a lot of black Hispan uh, affluent communities. So a lot of people that, that's I mean, unfortunately, that's the world we live in where people want to live amongst themselves which is it's okay if you want to live amongst your people that's that's fine as long as you're not negative about it that's why the community yeah a community y'all and some communities <laughs> might just so happen you know the the white murmurs of the world might just want to keep it that way <laughs> oh okay yeah that's uh that's keep nice you know that's nice of you the uh oh, classes are taught in this school because i don't want my son to be raised around the lowborns. You're fucking. You're, I like how you kind of twisted on me. Like I'm the. Like you definitely didn't just say what was it two minutes ago asking about the Cuban population. That's such an <laughs> interesting, <laughs> an interesting question. That's why I was like getting on you about that. Like what? He felt the heat on him, so he had to throw it somewhere else. He's like, all right, I'll get on murmur for being white. I, I'm just looking for real estate. That's all I'm doing. I, I didn't say anything about. But you're looking in the right places, man. I'll, I'll ask the hard questions. You'll ask the hard questions for me? Yeah, that's the tough one. So listen, man, I know what kind of house Merm wants. Merm wants to live in a, in a place 
with a good bar, some good whiskey, 99.99999% black. <laughs> That's all you Okay. Uh, you only hang out with black people so far that I've seen. Other than Donnie, but he's like borderline. Crazy. <laughs> he's borderline. <laughs> you throw Donnie in the mix. Don't let Donnie, him. Man, you can throw his boy Donnie in the mix of like anywhere but don't, a church, and then he will like flourish. Don't ever let him hear you say that. Yeah. He, <laughs> personality to have, actually, to be able to go into a room full of anybody and be able to excel in that, that realm. That's, that's good. My, my parents taught me when I was a child to never hate someone just because of the way they look or what they like to do, as long as it's nothing crazy illegal. And, uh, you know, my dad told me, never be an asshole unless someone is being an asshole to you, then you can be an asshole, but it has nothing to do with what they look like. Um, so I, I appreciate that, that I guess, that, that you said I would like to live in a place with a bar, whiskey, and 99%, uh, you, you said black people, right? I just see you in that realm, bro. Like, <laughs> you're looking for New York, right? So what is it, Bronx or Queens? Well, no, no, just that area. That's why I, was, uh, I thought it was interesting that uh, Sal said he's, he's doing it in New York because, I mean, I, like I said, I'm North Jersey, so I'm interested in that area. Like, be able to buy a room or a level in a building but not own the building. Hmm. You do any of that? To own the room and not the building? Like if you were to like buy a condo. Like buy a condo. Now condos they're they're pretty tough because they do have HOAs. A lot of investors they stay away from communities with HOAs because they restrict a lot. But for me, I I really don't look into condos. Hmm. That's just not my cup of tea. I'm more into like a multifamily or a single family home. Yeah. Just recently, I started looking at actual commercial as far as like a apartment complexes. Yeah, mm, I heard units. some people like to buy a whole like the whole apartment complex and then just rent that out because like those are almost permanent tenants as long as it's nice, right? Yes, yes, yes. Those are pre- uh, a lot of them, uh, especially here in New York. Like, like you can find people that have stayed in the same apartment since they were like kids and they're now thirty, so they can be in apartments for like thirty years. Like you, if I can have me a tenant. For 30 years, you because pre- they're 30-year mortgages, you paid the mortgage off. And the, whatever rent I'm giving you is already putting money in my pocket. So, yes, stay in my place for 30 years. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, you don't want those guys to leave. So, I, I have a question. Um, so, in your this, – this might sound stupid and it might not be true, but I figured I'd ask you. Um, is, is it true that you can just – you can, like uh, – you can buy an apartment instead of renting it um, almost like a house because like obviously in New York city, if people want to live in New York city, you can't, there's no houses in New York city. It's a fucking city. So like, is it like that or like how you just explained it where it's just people have the apartment for like 30 years. So there are apartment complexes that you can buy a uh, single uh, apartments and then you can rent those out or you can live in them. Mm-hmm. it all depends on each uh complex like i know for there, there was one i stayed in uh in el cajon and each apartment was individually owned by someone else so it's more like a it was more like a condo style apartments yeah if you can find those then yes you can absolutely do that oh okay well that's yeah. cool there we go yeah. I, f- I figured it, it would be something like that because 
you know, like I said, in New York City, it's not. Some people want to live in the city for their entire lives. That's just how they want to do it. They don't want to, you know, like us, like, or, or like me, for instance, like, you know, I'm, I'm a little younger and I'm in the Navy. So that's why I have a fucking apartment out here in San Diego. But like, you know, I'd like to one day have a house. So I just figured for the people that like to live in the city for their entire lives, there had to be some kind of option. I'm trying to why, why rent when you can buy it? Exactly. I know that because like when you rent, like, you know, for me renting an apartment for a year because I'm not choosing to live out here for the rest of my life, that makes sense because I need somewhere to stay while I'm here. But, you know, buying a house, that's much, that's a much better investment with your money than renting for 40 years. Yeah. Why not buy there and, and rent once you leave or have somebody rent your place once you leave? Well, I don't have that kind of money right now, so. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> that's a, I'm a, I'm, I'm working on that, uh, that E4 paycheck and that's it. So. Oh, okay. Uh, you know what? You can still do it. There, you just have to find something affordable in your, and it might not be in San Diego. San Diego is expensive. Yeah. So it might not be in San Diego. You might want to, you can look a little further out, probably like 15, 20 minutes outside of San Diego, maybe. Yes, you, can, you can definitely do the two of me unless you don't want to be a land. It's hard being a landlord. I have a property back in California and I'm in New York. So we have to go through a property manager who I, I picked. I, thank God I picked the perfect property manager because I don't have to do much. So if my tenants have complaints, he take care of it. If it's something small, he just takes care of it. But if it's something major, obviously you have to let me know. So just for anybody that's listening for real estate, you have to find the right property manager. How much does a property awesome. manager go for these days? It's only $99 a month. What? That's it. 99 bucks a month. A month? That's it. People think it's so expensive, but it's really not. And it takes away a lot from you. So if the tenants have problems, they don't, they're not calling you and you're not trying to figure it out from your home. You're like, hey, here's the property manager. Here's his name. Here's his number. You contact them with any issues, but yeah, it's only like hundred bucks. That's it. That's cool. I mean, because it's not like they have to babysit the house twenty four seven. Right. Um, that makes sense. I got a buddy, man. He he's a property manager, and he manages like a lot of different properties, but he does pretty well. Still pulls like two G's in every two weeks. Yeah. So a lot, a lot of property they have a a lot. They have to have a lot of properties under them in order to you know make a lot of money because obviously hundred bucks. It's not gonna get you anywhere for a month, you know. So a lot of people they uh they do have a lot of properties and they also get into the apartment complexes. So when they get to those, that's when they can set like, hey, you know what, for fifteen hundred dollars or whatever they uh charge, that's what they'll charge for the month. That's like a side hustle. It really is. Yeah. Mm, that's a hundred a month. You you're really wanting me to get into this. <laughs> I, I'm really, I am very interested. I want you to think about it, not get into it. Think about it and do your own research and whatever, whatever works for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely. I try to motivate people. I try to, I try to get them to look past just whatever limiting beliefs they have. Like, man, I could never own real estate. I'll ask you, why not? Yeah. Why can't you? Oh, I can't qualify. Why not? Oh, my credit is bad. Why is it bad? Because I did this, is that. Okay, so if you start paying your bills on time or if you start paying on time, you can increase your credit. Yeah, oh, okay, so, so you can qualify, just not right now. Like, our generation is such a, or the younger, we're such a microwave generation where we expect everything to be like 30 seconds, my food is hot. 
Yeah. Like, no, like, it takes time for you to build your credit. It takes time for you to get the funds to own a home. It takes time for you to become the person that you want to be. It's not just quick. Like, you don't change your 30-year your habits in two days. It's going to take you some time. One thing that I love to do that's a habit is uh, I'm a big reader, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. And I can fly through some books. I can fly through some books. Mainly because I buy them on my iPhone, so it's an easy scroll. You know what I'm saying? But I also love to increase my vocabulary. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) And that's that's good. Because when you get into a a certain uh, group, you you don't want to sound beneath them. So once you start throwing them big words, they're like, oh, wow, okay, big words. (laughs) What's What's the last word you learned? Well, I'll tell you what. Mermsy, bring us into the word of the day. I, I'm like, oh, I think I know where this is going. That's why I wanted to clap. Um, yeah, so Sal, we're we're going to introduce you. <laughs> what was that? That was a good segue by me then, huh? Yeah, that, it was great. Uh, you know, that's why I, I thought the whole thing was funny. That's why I started clapping. Um, so we're going to segue into one of our skits we try to do for every episode, especially this uh, season two we started this. Um it's called the word of the day. We have a word of the day. I'm glad you're going to be here for it. That's cool having a guest for a word of the day. So what, how it works, right, is uh, Jimmy was gifted um, this very old dictionary um, from his grandmother's. Um, and if you can kind of see from his video, you can kind of see in the corner there, you see that giant, oh, wow. giant like old dictionary. So we were like, <laughs> when he brought that, because I, I'm, also, uh, I'm also a, a writer myself, so I was very... I really loved it once, once he came back with that. I, I like to look through it. So I was like, you know, we, we came up with the idea we should do a word of the day. Um, so how it works is Jimmy's going to flip to a random page in that, that old uh, dictionary. And he's just going to put his finger down. And then whatever his finger lands on or in the closest proximity to, that will be our word of the day. All right. Yes, yes, yes. If it has anything to do with real estate, how crazy would that be? Yeah. All right. So Kilo, play that funky jingle. Yeah. What what word of the day? We're doing that. Uh, (laughs) I'll do it. All right, ready? Here we go. Dang it! Some science shit. That's okay. What is it? Science to this? It's uh, man. It's magnet. Really? Really? It's magnet. Okay. Magnet. So anyway, a magnet is, Hmm. it originates from magnet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, here we go. Latin word is magnes edis or magnetis lithos. Hmm. And it is a metal that looked like silver, prop stone of magnesia, a district in Thessaly. Magnesia, a variety or a piece of magnetite or magnetic iron, one having naturally the property of attracting iron, lodestones, also called natural magnet, hence figuratively, something which attracts. So magnet is actually a derived word from the Latin word magni, magnus etis from <laughs> magnesia. <laughs> It's a strong word. It's a hell of a word. This is, this is why it's funny because like we, we get into the everything about it. Um, but yeah, most words are derived from 
Latin. For some reason. Yeah. yeah. It's the like, most difficult language. It's a stone. Imagine being the first person to find a stone that like sticks to some shit. Like, like let's say like people are raiding your house and you're like, ah, you take a stone and you throw it. And it's just like, <laughs> like holy shit. You just start throwing more stones. Attraction. I was not expecting that definition for magnet, not even gonna lie. I thought it was way more simple and straightforward. I uh attraction. The best thing about this dictionary is it'll it'll give you the word, but it'll give you like the origin, how they came up with the origin, history on the word. It's a real dictionary. Yeah, it's like the old school. Old school. It's pretty now, with the definition, do you guys also come up with the sentence to go with it or something? Or sometimes we fuck around with the word for a little while <laughs> if it's funny. Like the favorite, the favorite way I've ever heard the word Magnus used was uh, from Breaking Bad, and they were working on like this project or some shit to do something cool. And hmm. Jesse was like, like it something happened, and then the thing like shoots and it sticks to like a trailer, and mm-hmm. Jesse like. Magnets, bitch! <laughs> yeah, science. <laughs> science. Yeah, we. I. What? What's really cool? Oh, sorry, Kilo. Go ahead. <laughs> it was like I was watching a movie. Yeah. The description. <laughs> um. What What's really cool about that dictionary is um we found out so they'll give us a word sometimes right or Jimmy will pick a word, um and we'll read about it. And we'll be like, okay, so that's the definition. And we'll look it up again. If it's like an old word we've never heard of. And then they give us like either a new version of that word of what it's like called in today. Mm-hmm. And it'll give us like the today definition. So for instance, I remember one episode this season, we found a word that was, we thought it was pronounced here. And it was like a derogatory term to call women, right? Oh. It's called here. That's what we thought it was pronounced as. And I looked it up and it was just the original way of saying whore. Oh, right. It's like coming out of that thing. I might, I might start saying that because nobody knows what it is now. I'm like, look, sure. My personal favorite is low barn. Yeah. Yeah. We found a lot of insulting things so far in that dictionary, which is odd. Times <laughs> back then. Yeah. That is a huge dictionary, by the way. I've never seen one that big. 1900s. An original print. 1942, right? An original so that- from Webster with the Webster stamp. Wow. The, that thing was written in the middle of the fucking Second World War. <laughs> that, is, that is fucking crazy. Actually, 20 years... What's crazy to think about, bro, is like we're only 20 years away from it being 100 years since the last war, World War. Yeah. Yep. True. 100... Yeah, I feel like when I was studying that shit in school, it was like, oh, man, that was only like... This is a big deal. I was like, oh, shit, 30 or 50, however many, whatever. You're, you're not that old. Give yourself some credit. It sounded recent. <laughs> recent. I'm like, oh, this shit's crazy. And I was watching Band of Brothers on History Channel. That's pretty and it was recent. Head. I'm like, man, this is crazy. But now, when I think forward, like when my son is like my age, it's going to be over a hundred years. A hundred. Since, since World War II. Yeah, I mean, you were born like what in the 80s, right? 87, 88? Uh, 
Alright, whenever it was at that point, it was about 40, 50 years since yeah. the war. So now it's like, oh shit, now, now we in the twenties now. Yeah, yeah like uh, my grandparents were the like roaring twenties. Like, still just rude, awesome, just wrong grandparents. You know what I mean? Good good first word. They can be very rude or they're very blunt with what they say. They they have no filter really. It's like, hey, what, what are you gonna do to me? I'm I'm 70, 80 years old. Yeah. <laughs> like I imagine when I think old people in the war, I, I think back to like a big city, for example, New York. And then I think of like a guy just who like an old guy that owns like a record shop or something. And he's just like, nah, we're closed. Like always close. <laughs> close. Get out. Nah. Kids. <laughs> that's that type of old man. But yes, yeah, that's crazy. 18 years yeah 18 years and that thing will uh it, it, it'll be uh well 100 years ago since world war ii yep. started because it technically started in 1938 the u.s didn't get involved until 41 but world war ii started in 38 so. how does that make you feel how does that make me feel that we didn't get involved until 41 <laughs> Just- um i i mean it kind of makes sense but i mean we're not gonna get we're not going to get into a whole history escapade here. Um, Sal, I wanted to ask you a question, though. Um, you know, this is Great Morning. You know, it's a comedic uh, podcast, but, uh, you know, we, we like to interview a bunch of different people, have different guests on. So it was really cool having someone on, a bi- you know, the business side of things for our podcast. So we really appreciate that. But I got to ask you one, you know, kind of crazy question. So bear with me. Um, <laughs> But this, it's not, it's not that bad. It's a question that's been going around for a while now. It was like on uh, Joe Rogan, they did it, um, and it reappeared on the internet. And like me and my friend O'Shea, shout out to O'Shea, we've been arguing about it since I brought it up to him like three months ago. Um, I brought it up to Kilo. I don't think I brought it up to Jimmy, so I think this is the first time Jimmy will hear it too. But I want to hear your opinion on this question. Who do you think would win in a fight? A full-grown grizzly bear or a full-grown silverback gorilla? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I got to go with the silverback. Yeah. That's my man. Like, All they, right. They, they are super strong. They're big. They're, like, they're aggression. I mean, grizzly bear, they have the claws, but I, I don't think they get past a silverback, man. I think, nah. I, I think of anything, right, I, so I agree with you, by the way. Uh, O'Shea does not. O'Shea thinks grizzly bear. My dad thinks grizzly bear. I've talked to a couple other people. They think grizzly bear. We all, right? Kilo, you said gorilla, and Jimmy, I mean, you're. I'm team gorilla, man. Yeah. I, I so they're I. Smart. What were you gonna say? So they're 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 smart. Uh, the 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 they're, they're pretty smart. They mm-hmm. they know how to use their hands. I mean, they have hands like us. So. Yep. I, I give them the edge. I'm not so stubby. At the bear. You don't know. I mean, the bear may have power, but, you know. If the bear gets the gorilla, the gorilla's fucked. Because those, those claws are razor sharp and their teeth, they, they'll, they, their jaw is so powerful, they'll break fucking bone. But what I'm hoping, right, is the gorilla will know, like, oh, this is a fucking monster coming at me. Because gorilla's never fucking seen a grizzly bear before. Like, that's never fucking happened. So grizzly bear's charging a gorilla. The gorilla's like, oh, my God, this thing's going to fucking kill me. But the gorilla remembers, oh, I'm a fucking gorilla. I can do all this crazy shit because I can run my hands and legs. I'm hoping that the gorilla, the gorilla does some kind of move, moves to the side quick, 
because you can move the gorilla right can move different parts of his body like us better than a grizzly bear grizzly bear like it can't just like turn its head all over the place like we can shit like that so gorilla i'm thinking if it just gets to the side real quick before the grizzly bear attacks and if that gorilla can get on that grizzly bear's fucking back done Mm. done game over i don't know (sighs) well i saw i read this book once where this kid's like stabbed a bear (laughs) okay the bear didn't do so well after he got stabbed so what i'm hoping is is i'm hoping that the gorilla picks up a stick and and stabs the bear i was thinking the same thing or a rock but you know now i'm thinking about it it's like man what if it wouldn't have to square up bears Hmm. can run like 40 miles an hour and then they just bite the crap out of the leg and then he gets it down and then just mauls it. Yeah. So that is true. The grizzly bear can run faster than the gorilla, right? The fastest a grizzly bear I think was recorded was like 35 miles an hour and mm. a silverback gorilla was 25 miles per hour. Mm. But the grizzly bear, it can kind of go fast right away, but it can't go 35 miles per hour right away. It needs to build up that speed. So the gorilla has time to be fast, like right away, like a person, like we can jump and dodge and, you know, shit like that. So the gorilla's got time to be like, okay, this thing's coming right at me. I'm going to jump to the side real quick and like climb a tree or something, jump on his fucking back and some shit, you know? Yeah, uh, that, for me, I feel like they'll be in close proximity so speed mm-hmm. wouldn't even really mean anything i mean you, you don't need that kind of speed when you're right right with each other because they're I, I, I can't see either one of them like running or disengaging I, it, that, that's going to be to the death regardless yep so it's like you need that close proximity i feel like with the silverback being able to really manipulate their hands and being able to to climb faster or, or to do a lot of multiple things i feel like with that aggression i feel like they'll win Maybe hmm. maybe the bear would win. Oh my! Right, right, right. right. <laughs> well, hear me out. Right. This fool. Get out of here. The bear would win because a bear swings with its claws, like it knows how to throw a hook. Jaws, and it understands like standing up and like combat that way, like standing up, defending itself, swinging, and you know what I mean, Ta- like tackling things to the ground and biting the neck and shit like that. A gorilla only fights other gorillas. And it always starts off by like beating on their chest and then just like small grapples. But a gorilla, I've never seen a gorilla throw a punch. Well, they tear and smack. Yeah, they'll smack too. Yeah, but a smack from a gorilla is not equivalent. That's what I'm saying. I hope the if that gorilla can get onto that bear's back, that bear will get fucked up because you're right. Like the grizzly bear can swing and shit, but the grizzly bear, they, they got paws, right? Mm-hmm. They don't have like, our arms can bend like a gorilla's, you know, they can scratch their back and shit, scratch their ass, whatever they want to do. So that gorilla gets on that fucker's back. A grizzly bear can't be like this, like just pick him up and throw him, right? That can't fucking happen. Grizzly bear's going to be like, what the fuck's going on? Well, they can throw a bear either. No, I'm not. He, he doesn't have to throw a bear. That he can't throw a bear. I'm not saying that. He, if he gets on his back, grabs onto that fucking fur, and just starts stomping with his feet into his back, he can fucking break his spine. But I don't. <laughs> I don't. What I'm saying is, I don't think that the gorilla could do that because, like, the bear with the downward force of his claws can like fuck that gorilla up. 
Yeah, but I'm saying the gorilla will move out of the way before he gets hit by a claw attack, you know, and then get on his back. A, a grizzly is not as mobile when they stand on their feet. Yeah, and that's true too. If a, if a, a grizzly is more more agile, so the grizzly swings, misses, it can move, and it can get on his back, and it can do some damage, or it can counter or do whatever. But a grizzly on his feet is not as all. It, all it's just standing or just swinging. Yeah, yeah. It's not like it's as mobile. But if the grizzly hits, so that's another thing, right? Like gorilla skin is like our. It's like just a little thicker than us. It's just like callousy. So if a gorilla Cali. or if a bear hits a fucking gorilla with like 300 pounds of pressure in the face still gonna tear and rape that's gonna rip your eyes out bro that's what i'm saying i'm hoping i'm hoping the gorilla will be agile enough to dodge the first attack and always it's gonna that fight would depend on the first attack and the grizzly will be the first to do it right so if the grizzly hits the gorilla that gorilla's either gonna die or it's gonna die later because that'll fuck it up right i know that but i'm hoping the gorilla will dodge that shit mm. and be able and then get around and do do yeah. some motherfucking damage it like to gorilla on saturday night what i mean he's on the he's on the card for Shout saturday out. night yeah well, gorilla he's on the card man i don't know what you mean i'm thinking <laughs> i'm thinking I'm thinking bear because of the size, the power, the strength, the jaws, the claws, and the fur. Beautiful fur. All right. Fine. You say bear. Uh, Sal, you're saying gorilla still? I'm still silver back. All right. I like it. And Kilo and I are gorilla. So we're team, we're team silverback. Jimmy's on team silverback. grizzly. So, but I mean, yeah, man, Hmm. change teams, but it's, hey man, it's okay. It's like, you know, one day maybe we'll be able to see that fight, even though those animals live, you know, they do not live anywhere in the world the same. So they do those, uh, you know, those little virtual fights that you be seeing. They do those. So maybe they might do one of those one day. Yeah. On TV. That was just like that. Mm. Maybe we could see that, but you know. No, not 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 in action. No, not not in real life. No, we won't. No, no, it was it was all fake. But they did it. They did it. It won't it won't be the same as the real thing. But you know, anyway, I digress. I just wanted to ask you that question. I want to see what your opinion would be, Sal. But uh, you know, unfortunately, we are coming to that time where start to uh, close things out here at the podcast. Great morning. But uh, one of the things we do before we leave. is we do our last minute plugs. Uh, everyone gets it. So we're going to save you the best for last, Sal. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would like to ask Kilo, my friend, do you have any last minute plugs for the listeners? Man. I do, man, but I, I, I can't let out a lot of information, man. There's too much, there's too much coming too quickly, man. I just got, I just got to be secretive right now, man. Oh, okay. All right. Well, can you give them at least your Instagram? Follow me at TripGodJimmy on all platforms and everything. T-R-Y-P-G-O-D-J-I-M-I on everything. Go ahead and follow that. And I, right. uh, I will interact. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, you know, we'll, we'll hear about in the future about that hole you're going to dig. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah um thank you for your last minute plug there kilo and of course uh 
slightly special himself. Big Jim, you got any last minute plugs for listeners? Yeah, man, go ahead. Check me out on Instagram at slightly special. That's two L's on the end of slightly special spelled politically correct. Y'all like, yeah. Also, we got a Facebook business page that we opened just recently, 300 something new likes this week for our first opening week. I think that that's mm. pretty badass. And we got a couple new subscribers on our YouTube channel, which you could follow us. Um, just type in slightly special media where you can get all the cartoons and animations and then our day one vlog of creating the studio for uh, slightly special media. Um, I'm going to leave the main project that we're about to drop uh, to our wonderful host here, Christian Murray, because you know, worked very hard on that. But I do want to give a plug and a shout out to the, this crew right here um, because we just worked pretty much 10 days straight on a special that we're releasing. And of course, members is going to guide us to that special, but you know, shout out to you guys, man. Uh, shout out to the team. Everything that you guys have kind of put forth scheduling, you know what I mean? Putting everybody's, time zones locking in schedules making the calls you know we came up we showed up every single day uh to do things like this to make something shake and um demanding on time but we did it man so yep. shout out to to you guys man but yeah that's my plug and appreciation yes accept it accept awesome <laughs> thank you yes um uh my last minute plugs are of course you can follow me at uh, christian d Mermo on instagram uh, that's my personal. Uh, if you look real, I'll accept your follow. If you look yeah, fake, I'm no. Real. Yeah, you gotta look. You gotta look real. You gotta look like you know something's actually going on. Um, but yeah. So, uh, by the time this episode drops, right, the uh, the special will already be out. So if you haven't downloaded the one year anniversary spectacular, download that shit. Listen it's to that shit. Out. Check it out. Took a lot of time, but it was uh, it was really fun doing it, and uh, we worked hard on it, and we were happy to hear from the people we were able to hear. But yeah, so check that out. That's what I and follow these fine gentlemen, of course, on their Instagram, Twitter's, Facebook, Facebook business page. Follow all that, YouTube. Um, so that's my those are my last minute plugs. Um, we're gonna leave it now to Sal, my friend. Do you have any last minute um, plugs for the listeners? Anywhere maybe they could follow you, or anywhere they can maybe even contact you if they're interested in getting to business with you, or interested with you know maybe some uh, like maybe you can mentor people on business, or maybe you can give them tips. You know, any anything anywhere people could find you. All right. So for me, uh, you can follow me on uh, Snapchat. Uh, the, it's the real Sal. So, I mean, there's a lot of Salvatores out there, but let me uh, get this. Part. So, the real, the real Sal is my uh, Snapchat, or you can follow me on Instagram. It's uh, Big Sal6. Uh, so, right now on Big Sal6, I'm, I'm just starting to put a little bit of uh, myself out there. Like, I never wanted to get into social media like that, but mm -hmm. I'm starting to uh, realize that that's the way to be, especially now during this quarantine. So, yep. you definitely have to get on social media and market yourself more. So, I'm getting on there a lot. So, yeah. Follow me on their Big Sal 6 Instagram and The Real Sal on Snapchat. Uh, but I did want to leave people with, uh, you know, this my my favorite part of the serenity prayer of uh, during this time is uh, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Right now, you can't change the situation you're in. It is what it is, but you can decide on how you're going to react to it. You can make yourself better during these times. You can... Uh, do personal development. You can uh, start reading more. Like my man Jimmy say, he's reading books, so you can definitely read more. Uh, meditate. You can still work out, do push-ups, go run, but don't let this time right now negate everything that you've done in your life. Don't let this, this two months, three months of your life 
be the determining factor for the rest of your life. You got goals. Yeah, you, you can still do a lot of positive things right now. There's still a lot of things you can do. Like, uh, this is the perfect time to slow down and do a lot of self-reflection so you can get to your, get to your, the best version of yourself. No. So that's, that's my word for everybody. Like, please use this time wisely. Do not just be sitting on the couch watching Game of Thrones or whatever y'all watching (laughs) or playing video games. It's definitely a perfect time right now where everything is closed and slow for you to work on yourself. Yeah. Love it. Thanks for coming on, man. We really yeah, that, well, thank, thank you guys for this opportunity. I really do appreciate it. Yeah. Th- no, thanks, man. We, we really appreciate uh, having you on. Um, we'll, uh, we'll let you know, of course, before the episode drops. And uh, that way you can listen to it yourself or tell other people to listen to it. But um, it was great having you on, man. It was an honor having someone like you on. So uh, we're, you know, that was our episode. Great morning. Episode 13. So thanks, guys. Great morning. Great morning. Great morning. Great morning. Great morning.